Hey, Jack, what time is the game this weekend? Oh, I don't know. I don't have a watch. You don't, you say? I don't. I know where you can get one. That is at LaTerrain.com. They have some of the best watches out there. Really? Yeah, and if you put O-T-O-P in the discount code, you can get 10% off. 10%? Yeah. For a watch? Exactly. That's a lot of dough. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. That's LaTerrain.com. I'm Dylan Cruz, and you're listening to One Team, One Podcast. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to seven. Let's go! One team! One team, one podcast. Relax, one big team. boy. One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. Team, one podcast? One team, one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. One team, one All right, welcome back. One team, one podcast. We have a full house. Yeah. It's Matt, Jack, obviously. We have Sam, an intern. (laughs) No, Sam, well, Sam, we have have a lot of interns. A lot of people helping out. We have an intern right behind me. William is helping out over here. Willie B is what I like to call him. (laughs) Uh, Willie B is in the house. We have a team now. Yeah. Uh, It's so official. Uh Uh, We have sponsors. Mm Mm-hmm. We we're we got a legitimate business going on. We do. Uh, maybe illegitimate sometimes as well. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things happening with one team one podcast. We have one team media as well. Uh, we have other podcasts that are kind of joining in. We have new sponsors that we're adding to it uh, as well. And right. we're going to go through our list of sponsors in just a second. Right. Uh, but I wanted to bring on uh, one of our newest sponsors, which is River City's Total Maintenance. Uh, Lucas Ragusa at River City's Total Maintenance. We'll bring him on right now. Lucas, what's happening, buddy? What's up, brother? Good to hear from you. Man, so... Let me take that off. You don't have to. Well, you can if you want. So we have your your information on the screen right now. Lucas, right. tell us how long we've known each other. <laughs> Matt, we're probably pushing 30-plus, man. It's got to be. Middle school together. Um, Kenilworth do- Middle School dominated me at Kenilworth Middle. Ken- so let me tell you, the Kenilworth Middle School football team that we had <laughs> was oh. the best middle school team that I've ever I've ever seen. That's where we play basketball a lot of time. Do you? Mm-hmm. So how many how many people from that middle school team went on to play Division One ball? Because well, it seems Desmond like it Williams, was three or four. Desmond Williams with Kenny Harrison. He was I don't a know that big Kenny time did. athlete. But wasn't Myron on that team? Uh, Myron Turner was on that team, yes. So we had a lot of different um, D1 athletes for sure. But, um, all right, let's get to it. River City's (laughs) total maintenance, Lucas. Tell me about River City. Um, I know you've done a lot of these live reads before, so tell me what you you guys got going on. Harehan, right? Yeah, yeah. So so we're we're in the greater New Orleans area. We service – uh, basically, all the way around the lake is our service area. North so, Shore, right? Yeah, North Shore. So we're, you know, um, New Orleans, uh, Metairie, Kenner, West Bank, Slidell, Covington, Mandeville, Hammond, mm-hmm. uh, Ponchatoula, Laplace, some of the river parishes, but not all the way in the Homa. And, um, you know, Matt, I, I've been a part of a few great teams and, um, you know, I tried to play quarterback at one time, and uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of fun to be doing it in the in the business world. Yes. And being a, 
a, a part of leading and bringing together a group of guys that, um, you know, man, we just, we all pull together. We all, right. um, you know, do what needs to be done in order to get the client taken care of. It's, Dude, it's, y'all got to be so busy right now, huh? Well, it's, it's definitely ramping up and, and our company in new Orleans, isn't just air conditioning. We mm-hmm. are also uh, electrical service as well as plumbing service and generator install, uh, hence and repair. the total so, maintenance, hence the total maintenance, <laughs> Absolutely. Is, uh, you know, part, part of the reason for wanting to, um, you know, have that as part of our, you know, the name of the company. We mm-hmm. wanted people to be able to have one place to go. Um, you know, one group of guys to, to take care of them. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing great, man. We're, we grow every year and get bigger. And, you know, I think we're, you know, just shy of 30 employees and about 20 vehicles, you know, serving the greater new Orleans area. And, you know, for everybody from Baton Rouge, you know, the, you know, from Baton Rouge, grew up in Baton Rouge, you know, got my start at river city air, right. Which then morphed into, you know, river city's one hour, our sister company, uh, mm-hmm. they do some amazing things uh, as well, even though it is, you know, just AC. So, you know, kind of kind of taking over South Louisiana here, bro. That's you know, awesome, doing, man. Doing our thing, no, and man. I, I love being a part of a company in New Orleans. You know, we're, we're kind of upstart here, too, and I like branching out into the New Orleans area. I know we have New Orleans listeners. Tulane Billy's from New Orleans. Yeah, for Tulane sure. Billy's Kenna, for sure. Kenna, bro. <laughs> So, yeah. So yeah. you, yeah, I know you know the lingo now. Um, oh yeah. But yeah. you had, I, you know, Matt, I've been, I've been in New Orleans actually longer than I worked in the Baton Rouge market. <laughs> I, I've been wow. here since Katrina, um, and and uh, you know, I feel part of the fabric of New Orleans. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been able to say that prior to being here because I only came to go to Bourbon Street like six <laughs> times. Um, but you know, I said this, you know, before Katrina happened, it would have been hard to get me down here, you know, in the water. And if it would ever happen again, it'd be hard to get me out. Right. Um, I right. have a lot of friends, a lot of relationships that have been built here, and um, you know, this is this, this is um, this is our home. So Man, we're, you, we're, we're happy to be here. You're one of the biggest Saints fans that I've ever met. So you being in New Orleans kind of fits. Um, and it, people that, don't, that have never met you before, if they met you, they'd probably say the same thing. Like, you, you just fit with New Orleans. So uh, I don't know if anybody's ever told you that before. but uh, I, I Look, I take it as a compliment, brother. I mean, absolutely. Uh, last last 15 years, we've had something to pull for. Exactly. For sure. This uh, is the golden era. The- I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> man, me, me and you, me and you grew up in some bad times for Saints and LSU football. So, I was actually reading some information on Jim Everett today. I had Chris forgot Everett, that he was our quarterback. No, don't call him Chris. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, from the Billy Bob Joe days yep. to uh, the Everett days to Steve Walsh, Steve Walsh, and yep. and uh, yeah, man, we were we've been completely spoiled by Mr. Drew Brees, but, Danny Werfel. Um, uh, Tommy poor Hodson, poor Danny. No, I know oh, he man. had no chance. But he, dude, he has done some tremendous things in this city. Absolutely, Still doing he's tremendous things in this city. Oh, great so, guy. So, um, just didn't have uh, Sparrier's playbook, so it didn't work out. What you think about uh, Tebow um, going over to Urban Meyer over there? I wish he'd have started playing tight end whenever he was drafted a long time ago. He, yeah, yeah, he would have been a great one. You know, either that or fullback. I mean, it makes sense. You know, Urban is going to run some similar things that he ran at Florida. So, whether Tebow is a tight end or a coach on the field, which is kind of what I think is going to go on there, um, I I don't have a problem with it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's his it's his old coach. It was you know, and it's and it's Tim. I mean, Tim's a 
I would take him on my team. When he cried after that loss and then came back and won the national championship and did the Gator Chomp on right. the was it OU they played? Yeah, OU. I, yeah. Sam Bradford. I, I, I was I, I was a Gator fan that day. I was like, Yeah, that's that's pretty nice, Timmy, but that was I think cool he'll moment. do well, man. Uh whether or not he's gonna start, you know, that we'll have to see. Well, but. you know, we got Brad Johnson coming on later today, so I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. <laughs> And we're going to have you on like every a couple of weeks here. So you're, we're, this isn't the last time I'm going to ask you, but Brad or Miles? I mean, uh, Max or Miles? Dude, for me, it's it's Miles. Okay. Um, okay. I think Miles looked better in the spring game. I think he is confident. I think he knows how to operate the system. Um, and and the, the, the guy has served his, uh, his time. Um, and I, I, I really think he, he was better in the spring game. Than Max. Now, Max is incredible. Max offers a ton of uh, attributes, like being able to move in the pocket like Flynn used to, maybe even a little bit better. And he's a Southie. Um, so, gotta love a good I mean, Southpaw, man. He's gonna be, it's it, <laughs> how we wound up with the problem that we have at quarterback oh. is beyond me. Oh, but no. I will take this problem um, because this is, this is the one you need. You know, your trigger guy is very important. And um, I, I, we have a wealth at that position. So it would be fun to see how it plays out. Lucas, we appreciate your time, buddy. Uh, we'll have you back on for sure. And um, whenever we don't have guests, we'll have you on for a lot longer. Definitely. Hey, l- listen, guys. Hey, he I should really come back on for the, the uh, office later. The office episode of the week. Were you mm-hmm. an office watcher? Dude, no. But <laughs> I, it's one of those that I need to binge because I've seen some of the stuff that you guys done. And I'm like, man – Dude, it's so funny. I need to watch. It's a great show. That's so funny. I I was watching some of the. They can never do it again now. That they were doing. And I'm like, golly, man, this thing is just too funny. But no, uh, congratulations on your successes, bro. I'm proud to be a part of what you guys have going on. Dude, Um, you're one of the most trustworthy guys that I I know of. So having you guys a part of this is the best. Um, Summer, whatever. Look, I'm I'm just glad to know the. Dopey faced podcast. Guy. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Uh, I'll get you a Moscona. shirt. I'll get you a shirt. Uh, we're gonna get Matt Moscona to sign it for you. Yeah. Dopey, po- oh, yeah. dopey face podcast guy. Yeah, he, I think he will. He's he's got a ego on him, so I think he will. <laughs> nah, yeah, Charles yeah, Handgriff's on hold. I'm yeah. sure he, he we'll, knows. We'll so ask we'll him ask him about it too. For so. sure. I'm sure he's listening right now. <laughs> I like, think he might look, be. Guys, he probably is. Congratulations again. Um, looking forward, you know, to to your continued success, and looking forward to being a part of the podcast. Thank you, Lucas. Appreciate, appreciate you, it, Lucas. buddy. Talk to you soon. Alrighty, guys. All right, bye. bye. All right, with that, we're going to bring on our first guest, uh, none other than uh, Hannyville, Charles Hannigan, and we have a little intro music for our guy, Charles Hannigan. How you doing today, buddy? Hey, look, that music brings a smile to my face every time I hear it. I'll play it again for you if you want. So, <laughs> no, I, I, I know the words. I know the words. Um, Charles, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, there was a, a lot of things that we wanted to talk to you about, and I, I think the first thing was the Efton Reed signing for us was just humongous. Um, so we wanted to bring you on for that, but we're going to talk a little football as well. Um so we were just talking to Lucas Ragusa. You may know Lucas from back in the day. He used to call in uh, Jimmy Ott show all the time. Um, but we were talking to him about the Max and Miles quarterback competition. Um, what are your thoughts of it so far? Because I have some thoughts that I wanted to run by you after you tell your, yours. 
they're going to name Miles Brennan the starting quarterback, and he's going to start the opener at UCLA. Because if they don't, he's going to transfer. That's what oh, exactly, wow. That's exactly my what thoughts. you said last week. Huh? My exact thoughts. So, Go now, ahead. Now, now, I think they value Max Johnson's ability to move more. I think they believe he's the better quarterback, but mm-hmm. they can't afford to put him in there at first. Yep. Because if they do, Brennan's going to transfer, and I wouldn't blame him. Johnson won't transfer. If Brennan beats him out, he won't transfer. He'll stay there because he's going to beat Brennan out eventually, and he'll be the starting quarterback. It might be by, you know, the middle of October, the beginning of November. I don't know when it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and listen, if that doesn't happen, if Brennan has an unbelievable year, if he has a Joe Burrow year, then everybody's fine. But the, pro- the, the deal is they've got – three quarterbacks on campus right now and they got to keep three quarterbacks when they go to the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. and if they name Max Johnson the starting quarterback Brennan's going to transfer yeah right and if they name Brennan the starting quarterback Johnson's not going to transfer so that's why I believe Miles and, and I don't know that there's a ton of difference between the two as far as LSU's ability to win but I know that Max Johnson provides more options for them but they're going to keep three quarterbacks on a scholarship they do not want to repeat of 2018 yep where if joe burrow doesn't stay upright it's a disaster yeah i'm talking about a four and eight disaster so they don't want they don't want to take a chance on that so i think miles brand's a starting quarterback I completely yeah. agree with you. So that's, that's exactly what we were kind of talking about last week was, I mean, you go back to this whole roster management issue that we were having last year, and this is the way that they're going to fix that roster management is they're going to have to play guys just to hold guys on the roster. Right. Um, and, I, I, you know, we're, we're fooling around a little bit, but we're going to talk to Brad Johnson in a second, and I want to ask him, like, you know, if if Miles is the quarterback, what happens? So I know he, I know Max is staying. Jake's coming. Um, yeah, they're invested in LSU, but yeah, Miles could go to Southern Miss and start right now. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of our issue there. Um, what are you seeing out of LSU right now? As far as you know, roster management was the big problem that I saw last year. Was you know we were uh, applauding the the whole NFL draft last year because how many guys got drafted but then you look back and you're like well we could have managed that a little bit better huh had a lot of guys coming back uh, what are you seeing now and how they're kind of fixing that problem it's a completely different type of roster management than it was even three years ago transfer portal changed everything so yeah. now yeah. you have You've got multiple layers of recruiting. You have high school recruiting. You have in in oh, you have to balance these things. You we used to talk about attrition, guys that left. We used to talk about attrition, guys that left your program as a death. Now, if you had a lot of attrition to your program. You are never going to be able to establish any kind of continuity. Well, that's not true anymore. Right. Now it's you can go back and you lose three offensive linemen. You can gain three offensive linemen that have the exact same uh, level of experience. Mm -hmm. So now when you get to the end of the season, we used to like to do this thing like next year's roster 
Well, you try to do that two days after the season, it's a fool's errand. All you can do is wait and watch it. I mean, basketball is a great example of Mm -hmm. that. Uh, All you can do is try to replace the guys the best you can, and you have more options than you did now. Right. And listen, when when you you get a recruit, uh, a high school recruit, I've dealt recruiting for 30 years, you know, you get the guy, oh, well, he's the guy. He's great. If he goes to the other school, well, we didn't really want him. Or, you know, he's got this this problem or this problem. Well, now that's going to be the thing with the uh, well, with the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Jalen Cook, you, you, you think the school getting Jalen Cook is excited to get him? Oh, definitely. Of course. Tulane, he's going to Tulane. And, 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 and Tulane, you know, Tulane saying, hey, look, Jalen Cook. Thank God. Right. It was a great uh, – right, exactly. But what is, uh, what is LSU saying? Well, we didn't need him. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we got somebody better. What is Illinois saying well, about Adam Miller? Right, you right. Know, well, sure. you know, you know, well, LSU got him, but we didn't really want him. It's going to be a complete uh, revamp of your rosters every year. We're not used to it. I mean, we're right. not used to it at all. And if we Dick Vitale is really not used to it. Well, I'm sorry, Dick. Uh, you know, <laughs> man, uh, and I've met Dick Vitale. I've interviewed Dick Vitale. I, I think Dick Vitale is good for the sport, yeah, or was. as a personality. Okay, right. now, but, but, he, but he's just a little bit too naive now, or he's just, you know. Uh, playing, he's in the pocket. Play, playing out the string. Right. He's, yeah, right. He's, he's playing out the string, okay? I met Dick Vitale in 1992, okay? I, I, I thought he was great for the sport, and I, I, I'm all for somebody that is, enthusiastic about the sport right come on man you can't tell me that only the schools that are 15 to 45 are cheating and the schools 1 to 15 are pristine come on man you know it's not it's not even uh it's not even right i know Uh, you're not a big twitter guy but um did you see the video that dick vitale did i think it was only like probably around noon or four hours ago and it was about um, How Dick Kentucky Vitale. and Duke, right? We just saw it. We just before we came on, and it was uh, how Kentucky and Duke will be back, and they will reload, and all this thing. And um, he was doing it. And I could tell by the pictures in the background. I think he was doing it from John Calipari's office. Uh, he was literally making a visit to Kentucky, and he did it from the office, and he did a big shot of it. Um, yeah, how in the bag is he for? You know all the big guys that he's used to, and it, do you feel like this is like a, a complete like? People are telling Dick, you need to go after these guys. You need to go after Will Wade. You need to go after Sean Miller. Um, not so much Bill Self, but those other guys that are ruffling feathers. First of all, I agree with Vitale. Duke will be back, and Kentucky will be back. Absolutely, they will. No, no. Right. no arguments there. Yeah. What is Vitale? He's 80 years old, right? Okay. He's got a handful of years left in the business. He's made friends. He's had influence. Mm-hmm. Man, do I? if I'm 80... Is he eighty or eighty two? I don't even know. One of you, one of you guys have got Google mm. there. I, but Jack, Google it. Okay. <laughs> he he's over eighty. Eighty one. He's dealt with Calipari. He's dealt. He's eighty one. Okay. So how many years does Dick Vitale have left in the business? 
two, three, four, five, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. He's not going to go out and try to foster relationships with what's way 37. Right. Uh, you know, with those coaches, it's going to be past his time. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna go to the grave with the Rick Pitinos and the Mike Shashevskys and the John Calipari's, because that's what he knows. Listen, guys, I've been in this business thirty years. Okay, I'm a lot more loyal to the people that I've dealt with for twenty five than the guys I've dealt with for four. Right. Okay. It's just it's human nature. Okay. I, I, if I were Dick Vitale, I'd probably be doing the same damn thing. They're not going to fire him at ESPN if he criticizes Will Wade right? or if he criticizes Sean Miller, what the hell does he care? He's <laughs> going to cash a check. He's going to call the top games and the LSU fans are going to be mad at him. What the hell does he care? <laughs> well, what? It's not going to affect his bottom line. It's not going to affect his job status. So who does he care who he pisses off? I'm waiting for you to say it's free right now, but you're not well, doing it, it. it. For Dick, for, for Dick Vitale, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> we had a comment in the chat just now from Craig Dugat. Um, Hanny better be wearing his uh, floral patterned shirt. Um, I don't think you are right now, so um, probably a disappointment for everybody hey, in the chat. Can you guys see me hat. because I, 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 told, I told Jackson. I no, we to took it off. off. We took it off. So just audio oh, okay. only. I had, to, I had to do this while I was driving. I, I apologize. It was just no, you're all good. The, the circumstances. Okay, okay. So yeah, no, you're good. Actually, it's for, no. for the record, I for the record, I'm wearing a blue shirt. Today. Okay, blue shirt for the <laughs> record. We're, we're all gonna imagine <laughs> flowers on it, right? <laughs> cowboy hat. We have you on the screen with a floral shirt and a cowboy hat, so we have puppets. that on there. You, you know the you know the problem with the cowboy hat is I can't fit headsets on over it. So oh, oh tricky. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody said Probably. Island Island Hanny um, in the chat. So no, not Island Hanny today. Business Hanny today. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on. So Efton Reed for us. I mean, Hanny, I, I've talked to you before. I'm a huge basketball fan, and uh, grew up Chris Jackson. Um, you know, I even I remember I remember the '86 Final Four like vividly. I was eight years old. Um, so. All right, getting Efton Reed to me is like that piece that Will has been missing, that rim protector guy in the low block, and you can have your power forwards playing power forward instead of playing center. Um, what are you thinking about this right now? And then if Days comes back, what are, you, what are you thinking about this team right now? Well, I think it's a team that's got great length. It's mm-hmm. got, the, 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 pro, the problem with last year's team was there was no size to it. Now, it wasn't all Wade's fault, okay? Right. So when he brought in Penn Johnson, and who left in like 15 minutes, sure. and he brought in Gray, who he was going to do developmental with, and he brought in Sharif O'Neal, that was going to be his front court. And they, by the time he got to the beginning of February, they were all gone right. for various reasons, okay? So it's not like he didn't have a plan and a backup plan and a backup plan. They were all gone. Well, this was the big gap in that team was size. Right. Well, you look at this team, and it's got tremendous size and tremendous length. I'm not sure they've got a point guard that's not looking to score first, score more than he is to distrib- distribute, but they've got tremendous length. 
here's the deal with Reed. Reed is so much different from the last rim protector they had, which was was which was Bigby. Mm-hmm. He can score. Bigby, Bigby only got turn. You know, he got turnaround buckets. He got garbage buckets. Right. He got uh, you know re- offensive rebounds and all that, which was great because lobs. he could also defend. Yeah, the lobs. Reed appears to have, and I. Guys, if I told you I'd seen more than two minutes of film on him, <laughs> same, same with us, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, but his offensive numbers suggest that he's got some offensive game. And I'll tell you, the, the number I have been told to look at more than anything with young big men is free throw shooting. Because mm. a 78% free throw shooter. There really? is no difference, none, between the free throw line at IMG, LSU, or the Dallas Mavericks. Or the Butler uh, Convention Center. right? Wherever you want to go. (laughs) It's 15 feet. It's 10 feet. It's unguarded. You can shoot. Okay? So that's why the the, the scouts will tell you that true shooting percentage is better dictated on young players Mm -hmm. by their free throw percentage. Hmm. Rather than their field goal percentage, because a guy like he's seven foot tall, okay, right? He's going, he's going to dunk however many, you know. I don't care if he shoots seventy eight percent from the floor; he's dunking over six foot four guys. What Whatever. do you, what do you, what do you think about? Um, and, and this is further down the line, but I'm, I'm just thinking about um, Nas Reed and and Cavell together when they were playing. Having a guy like uh, Reed play the four and have a guy like Colbert play the five and you have a, a rim protector and you have a guy that can kind of play out a little bit further from the post and maybe score in different ways. Well, it, it, it does allow a guy like Naj Reed to shoot. You, you guys probably got the shot, uh, short, uh, mm-hmm. shot uh, sheet in front of you. He probably shot what? three or four threes a game yeah. his last year at LSU and shot probably, what, 37 38%. Yeah. I'm doing this out of my head. Right. Well, you can do that if you have some kind of rim protection. Right. Like, what, what if Emmett Williams had been on last year's team? Absolutely. Right. Emmett Williams learned to shoot the three. Why? Because he spent the summer in the gym putting up a thousand shots a day. Yeah. Good for him. But Emmett Williams's value to LSU was as not necessarily a rim protector, but as a strong man down, mm-hmm, down right. low. You know, he, he really he, he really busted people down low. Well, okay. What if that guy can also shoot threes? Well, not great, right. did it. Okay. I'm not saying that Reed is going to be a, uh, you know, is going to be a three-point shooter, but he can shoot free throws. And you put him down on the block, and this guy shoots 80% from the free throw line, he's 78 point whatever, mm-hmm. instead of 71%, well, that's what, three three points a game? Right. Four points a game? Sure. How many how many wins does that translate into? How many how many games did LSU lose by four points last year? Right, three, three, four. It's the difference between ten and eight, and fourteen and four in the league. Right, it really is. And so, 
that I'm I'm very encouraged about this kid as well. So um, another another aspect of this, is, of course, is um, Darius Days and what happens with Days here is he, if he comes back. I've uh, I've been on the who yeah who do you get rid of I I would assume it would be a guy like is a Wiro possibly on the roster someone like that maybe I mean you can't get rid of Gaines you need you need a point guard of some sort maybe in the backup but um, with days I've been on the I've been on the Darius days um, Draymond Green comparison for at least three years now. Uh, where I feel like Darius Days could be a Draymond Green clone. He needs to develop his game, obviously, into something like that. But he's got that same body type. He's got some skill on the outside. He's got to work on his uh, ball handling, obviously. He's got to be a lot more active than he is. Um, but if you look at the, the stat comparison, it's actually exact so with Draymond Green from when right. he was at Michigan State. Um, what what are your thoughts on Draymond? I mean, Draymond. What are your thoughts? Yeah, <laughs> if we had Draymond days. Green, that would be great. It, sure. uh, what are your thoughts on Darius Days coming back and how that could add on and if he could play that three? So, Darius Days becomes a huge a huge piece for LSU because they need a senior. They need a leader if if they're going to make a run. Yeah, and Days has seen it. Is seeing the elephant and watch it die. Well, they need that. I, I, Xavier Pinson is a is a fourth year player. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's a first year player here. Right. Days can command the locker room, and I don't know how to remind you, you guys of what. Or okay, so get all that. They need a leader. They need a leader, and I think that that. Darius Days has been a tremendous leader when he's been there. He's done everything right. You know, he, he busts his butt mm-hmm. on both ends of the floor. He's a star, but he's not. He's a college star. He's not a superstar. Right. He's a very, very good player. There was a time when he was a freshman. I thought he was an NBA player for sure. And I'm like, no, probably not. He's going to have to work his way into the league. I would, if I were advising him, 100% tell him to come back to LSU mm-hmm. because right. of the leadership the, the leadership portion for LSU, but also for him. Yeah. The kid, the kid can shoot, okay? Right. If you if you give him an open shot, he's going to be known in the in the league as a 3 and D guy. That's if, if he makes it in the league, he's going to be a 3-and-D guy. He, he can shoot. He's got enough range. Uh, or his feet quick enough to guard the three. He's got enough length. Can he do that? I think he probably you know, he lost some weight last year. He probably needs to lose another little bit. I think he can be a player in the NBA. I think he's going to you know, be in the G League first, of course, but mm-hmm. I think he can do that. But his presence would be invaluable for LSU. And you say, well, who you let go? Man, look, the transfer portal, I, I trust that to work itself out. Okay. Yeah. And I trust Even Will Wade. You think you're gonna say. Yeah, and I trust Will Wade for that. I mean, he's, he constantly keeps saying, like, um, upgrade the roster is what he says. Um, yeah, and his roster management is as good as it gets. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ed, I think Ed Ogeron needs to take a seat in his office, uh, to be honest with you. I think it, he's using the transfer portal exactly the way it needs to be used. Um, and I actually agree with Dick Vitale on something that he tweeted out earlier in his rants. But um, I think he was talking about there's 1,300 um, guys in the transfer portal right now, and I think only – 500 of those average more than like three or four points a game. Wow. Something crazy to that effect where it's like there's it's, a, it's, a it, 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 it's closer. It's closer to 1600 as far as mm-hmm. players. Listen, not, none of us, none of us like this. Okay. Right. Not, not, this is not what any of us grew up with. You, you grew up with, you went to college. If things went really, really, really bad after your sophomore year, you transferred, and then you sat out a year, and maybe things worked out for you. But that's not the case anymore. And I, and I don't want to hear about well, the players are selfish, and the players are this, and the players are that. The coaches are the same way, man. Right. I have look. When I started in this business, I, I had a very good relationship with the recruiting coordinator at LSU. I'm not going to name him, but it was in the 90s, mm-hmm. okay? And I go into his office. That was back when you could do such a thing. And mm-hmm. we sit down and we talk off the record. And he would have a depth chart up on his on his board. And we look at it, and he have a recruiting chart up on his board. And I say, well, what about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? And at least... Once a week, he would say, we wish that guy would transfer. Okay? Yeah. We would like him to transfer because he can't play here. And I say, well, why doesn't he? He goes, well, because he's going to get a degree from LSU or his girlfriend goes to school here mm-hmm. or blah, blah, et cetera. And I said, well, why don't you just, you know, advise him to go somewhere else? We do. We absolutely do. We advise them, please go somewhere else where you can play. And they won't leave. Yeah. That was in 1995. That was in 1993. Okay. Now, we're going to be labeled as a school that says, if you can't play, we're going to run you off. Right. And we're going to have it handed to us in recruiting on that every year. Mm-hmm. That was 25 years ago, okay? That is not the case no, anymore. No, not now, anymore. If you, if you can't play, if you can't play, get out. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and and we're not going to hold it against you because if you were at a school comparable to our size and you couldn't play, they tell you get out. I mean, Josh Gray and is the biggest example lot. of this, right? Like is a guy right. that we love to keep and develop here. He's a seven-footer, athletic, and maybe stay for three years and develop into a uh, <laughs> the name that I kept. I, I'm a big Josh Gray defender as well. I, I would defend this on a Facebook group all the time. Um, Gert Hammock was the worst basketball player I'd ever seen as a freshman basketball player worst basketball player i've ever seen and developed into to a great uh college basketball player his senior year um but it took a long time to develop um but that was a guy that i was thinking of Uh, you know he's got athleticism he's seven foot like let's just keep him on the roster for crying out loud but yeah we have no time to do that if you're in the transfer portal so Gert, Gert's my age, right? Okay, yeah. We're, we're the exactly we, we came in LSU. Gert, Shaq, and I, you know, between the three of us, <laughs> we've accomplished a hell of a lot. 
Did we lose him? Did we lose yet? We were hanging on by a thread. There you go. There you go. All right, you're back. You're back. You're back. Go ahead. Go ahead. So it it, it uh, develop is a word you can you can just uh, eliminate from your your vocabulary. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody develops anymore. Right. Well, you, if if you develop, you don't develop for the school that you went to. Right. You develop for somebody else, right? So if Adam Miller, let's just use him as an example. If Adam Miller, who averaged, I think, what, eight and a half points a game mm-hmm. for Illinois? Right. If, if he ends up being a 22-point-a-game scorer, which he's capable of, where did he develop? Well, he developed LSU. Right. Oh, okay. And if you get a, a guy that goes, so if Andre Hyatt, Goes to Murray State, and he averages 14 points and eight rebounds a game. Where did he develop? The guys just they, they don't developing for your school anymore. Really doesn't happen, right? I mean, it, it, it it's not that it doesn't happen, but it's rare. Okay, it's mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen nearly as much as a guy getting pissed off and going somewhere else where the grass is greener, and then he accomplishes what he might have accomplished at his own school had he stayed there, but he didn't. Right. Um, I agree, and the, and the development is lost now with the transfer portal. You just a, it's a win now thing, and if you can grab guys right now, then then it's a, a completely different deal. Let's let's switch gears real quick, Charles, and we'll talk about um, baseball. baseball right. um, you got you got Bama coming in. Obviously, it's must win time. You got to get to thirteen to fourteen wins, obviously, in the right. SEC to make the tourney. Um, there's obviously and we've we've been the ones that uh, Moscona didn't like because we <laughs> broke the news that uh, Paul Maneri may be retiring at the end of the year. Um, we even heard that it could even be announced a little earlier for for Bama Week just to kind of give him the good out, a hey, uh, good a good yeah right. before the before the end goodbye of the season tour. last last weekend series for Paul Maneri possibly. Um, what are your thoughts going into this series, and and kind of where where this team stands? I mean, four out of four out of six gets them in. You think? I think you have to get to fourteen wins. I to agree. Yourself a spot. So you need to sweep this week I, or I, next I, week. Well, right? however you get to fourteen, you, you, you can do the math two and any two. way you want. I, yeah. I think I got to get to fourteen. I think I got to get to fourteen. I, Thirteen, I don't think gets you in. Um, I, I know I know what their RPI is. Maybe I'm scarred from 2011, but I don't think 13 gets you in. I think 14 gets you in, mm-hmm. and so you get to you get to that. However, you want to you know slice the last uh, the last six games, right? You know, um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I'm not at all biased uh, when it comes to Paul. I mean, I'm not at all unbiased when it comes to pulmonary. Yeah, uh, I work. I work with the man for twelve years, and I fantastic I was in his guy. Every day for twelve right. years, you know. So I, I'm I'm not going to even pretend to be unbiased where he's concerned. Mm-hmm. I think he's a and I think he's a tremendous coach. I, I I have a very close personal relationship with him, so I'm not I'm not even going to pretend that you know. Oh wait, I'm going to be. Uh, 
I'm going to be objective about this because I think he's done a tremendous job here at LSU. And I think that the people that say, well, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. You, mm-hmm. They're saying you weren't skip. Okay. And I knew right. Smoke Laval. I worked with Smoke Laval for five years. Smoke Laval had the best record in the SEC, the best record in the SEC over five years and got fired. Right. Because why? Well, he was 0-4 in Omaha. Trying to follow Skip Berkman is, is like trying to follow John Wooden. Or Absolutely. Or right. Okay. So it's a thankless job. And Maneri's won a national championship. Okay. He's won a great deal. But he's lost uh, in the postseason sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I think Coach is in a tremendous amount of physical pain. Right. Uh, I, I saw it last night. And, and I and I listen. I don't deal with him on a daily basis anymore. Sure. I, I don't work at the university anymore. I see him with uh, a tremendous amount of physical pain, mm-hmm. and I know he's got a tremendous amount of emotional pain too, because losing his father. Yep. I knew Doc Maneri very well. Right. Okay. I I I can't tell you how many times I talked to Doc, waiting for Paul to come into his office. Did a pregame interview. I spent hours with the man. Yeah, he's a tremendous baseball man. Losing his father was a huge deal for Paul, right? As it would be for anybody. And Tommy Lasorda was a huge another influence one, on right? Him. A huge. It's it's his godfather to to his son Tommy, who I know, uh, and I, I've met Lasorda a number of times before he passed. Mm-hmm. Listen, the the. The the burden on Paul, I think, has increased in the last God, gosh, thirty months more than it ever has. But I still think he's a tremendous baseball coach. I do. Yeah. Uh, I, I there's nobody coaching college baseball right now that has won more games than Paul Maneri. Right there, but do do I think that the external factors have taken a toll on him? I do. Do I think coaches in pain? I do. And mm-hmm. I haven't asked him about it. But I watched the game last night. He's got uh, – he told me two years ago he had some neck pain and some right. some, some, some disc problems. I, I don't know the medical terms. Yeah. But it, it caused him great pain. And You can see him. You can see him in, in the dugout. Yes. Right. Yeah. One of his former players at Notre Dame, uh, whose name I can't remember – performed a surgery on him Mm -hmm. to alleviate the pain and it worked to a certain extent but it didn't work apparently enough to where i saw coach last night having some involuntary kind of spasms if you will which is right and i i know he is in a tremendous amount of physical pain i know this i mean i i I can say so listen however the season ends it ends it's not gonna it's not going to end well you know they're they're not going to college world series. I, they they're not going to super regional. They're going to be lucky if they make it to a regional. Okay, there's mm-hmm. too many holes in this roster, and I think you know I, I think coach is in a lot of pain. I really do. And uh, wh- however he decides to handle it, however Scott Wilbur decides to handle it, you know, coach. I in my opinion, Coach Maneri has earned the right to make his own call. Right, and I believe that Scott. I believe that Scott Woodward will honor that. I believe that he respects Coach Maneri enough that Coach will make his own call. 
and hey. that'll happen at the end of the season. Yeah, and you, you know, we've heard we've heard names obviously, and the things are things are coming around, and you know, apparently Alex Box Stadium was like a buzz about possible names last weekend. Um, a couple of names that we've heard: Kevin o- O'Sullivan at right. Florida. Um, there's obviously Cliff Godwin, who coached here before. Um, O'Donnell. Well, or, eh, Dan McDonald a little bit. Dan I think Mc, I feel like McDonald. I feel like there's fans that want things, and then there's a- actual names. Um, right, sure. What What were your thoughts would be if if Kevin O'Sullivan came here next year? You know, I, I hate to talk about uh, replacements before. Yeah, you know, anything happens. Definitely. Uh, That's all we do, <laughs> Hanny. I, I know. I, That's, I, our, I know. That's our thing. <laughs> That's why I almost pushed you guys off for a few weeks. Yeah, right. Um, no, no. Sully, Sully's great. Okay, I, I, I've had a chance to interact with Kevin O'Sullivan at mm-hmm. multiple College World Series. Okay, he's great. I mean, he, he's a great college baseball coach. Mm-hmm. His record. I mean, you guys can look it up, uh, as I know you have. Uh, look, Sully's great. Uh, and if Scott Woodward wasn't the athletic director here, I'd be like, There's no way. No shot. Exactly. No shot. But he just pulled Kim Mulkey from yeah. Baylor, so I'm, I'm going to shut up now. Jesus. Um, so, I know. Sully's so, so great. Sully's so great. Cliff, Cliff Godwin, um, you know, if Cliff Godwin were the next coach at LSU, I'd only uh, I'd only go to the press conference to ask him to uh, document the night we got stranded in Cincinnati together, because <laughs> so he's got a story. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, oh god. <laughs> Is there me, me him, Bill Frankes, uh, who's the voice of Alec Bob, yes. Kevin Wagner, who's the head of LSU yep. TV. We're the only four guys who missed the flight. Not on our, not on our, not not on purpose, but we were the only four guys that were on the flight from a a, a flight out of uh, Columbia, South Carolina, to Baton Rouge, and we end up getting sent through Cincinnati, and the, the flight in Cincinnati got canceled, and mm-hmm. so the four of us spent the night in the Cincinnati airport, which is a whole different story. I don't want to tell right <laughs> but anyway, uh, so, so I would ask, so Godwin uh, may or may not remember that story, but uh, we'll ask him all I know when is we bring him on. Ask him if he remembers the night he got stranded in Cincinnati with the broadcast. Crew. Yes, I love that. Because <laughs> he, was he, he wasn't on the charter because he had a recruiting trip to go to. And the whole damn bunch of us got stuck in Cincinnati. Which where do you know where the do you know where the Cincinnati airport is? No, by the way, no. It's in Kentucky. Okay. True story. True story. Okay, so if you if you ever get stuck in the Cincinnati airport and they have to give you like a gratis like a. A, a hotel room. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sleep. You're gonna spend the night in Kentucky, which is what we did for all of five hours. Anyway, okay. Um, well, real look, quick, Sully's great. Okay, and but it, it, it's it's pie in the sky, except for Woodward. So yeah, I agree completely. Um, all right, we got a question in the chat. When's Charlie gonna come and drink bourbon with us? Right. 
Big question. When he's invited. When he's invited. Perfect. I'll I'll invite you. You're done. <laughs> you had, it's you done. Had, You're on the list. You had a couple <laughs> bottles. Uh, me, me, you, Durante Jones. We got it. You had uh, a couple bottles that Mr. Buddy's waiting for you for a couple weeks. I was. Oh, yeah. I almost stole them. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I well I picked those up and I'm anxious to meet. I haven't met Durante Jones yet. Oh, oh well, well, there you go. Well, I got a cell phone oh, right now, you. Charlie. You you got you guys set that up. We'll have a. We'll have a session. I feel like oh, I'm in the know great. here. I've got the connections yeah. that you need. Um, all right, so last question. We have Brad Johnson waiting on the line. Who starts next year, Max or Miles? Real quick, one-word answer. Was he listening? He is right there <laughs> listening. To every, he just smirked. You, then you, I gave my answer earlier. You did give your uh, answer earlier. I, you, you don't have to say it again. You don't have to say it again. It. He didn't hear it. He didn't I, hear it. He didn't no, hear no. It. I, listen, I, I, I think Max is the better quarterback, and I think Miles starts. I mean, that's what, what else you want. Just hanging it out there. I, huh? I like your style, Haney. I, 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 I'm going to give you the truth that I believe because – I forget if I lie, I forget. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just tell you what I think, and uh, I think the world of Brett Johnson, I think the world of Max Johnson, I think the world of Miles Brennan. But yeah, if you asking me who do I think is going to start? I think Miles Brennan's going to start. Who do I think is a better quarterback? I think Max Johnson is a better quarterback. Yeah, yep, right. Because I think we all agree, because actually. of his ability to move. So anyway, all right, uh, Hanny. Myself in enough trouble. Thanks, guys. Yes, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, no. We we'll, we we'll need to bring you back um, before the skip um, documentary. I want I want a, a whole episode basically around um, '90s LSU baseball. Uh, I got Rick Green. He's going to come on. Uh, we can get Ronnie, obviously, and uh, a couple other guys, and and see if we can have a a, a big thing about it. Okay. I have a PhD in 1990. I did too. Baseball. So I did whenever, too. Whenever, whenever you <laughs> Let's put our around. brains together. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Annie. Thank Appreciate you, it, bud. All right. With that, we will bring on uh, none other than uh, Super Bowl winning, Super Bowl champion. That's Brad Johnson. Here we uh, go. This is Max's dad. Did I just uh, – yeah, I just overstepped your it. bounds here. Hey, Brad Johnson, how are you doing today, buddy? All right, guys. How y'all doing? Appreciate Good. you having me so, on the show. So, sorry for the delay on that. So who was that setting up for you? Was that uh, Jake was or was that, that Max? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody but me. Yeah, that was uh, – technology is not one of my strengths. You know? <laughs> but, uh, We're used to that. Good. I saw someone in there with you. Which, which son was it? Yeah, that was Jake. Okay. Jake, how to use his – Chromebook or something like that. So <laughs> well, I always I wondered when computers I, are compatible to whatever we're on right now. So when I uh, when I we're here though. When I see you on TikTok, I'm thinking the whole time somebody set this up for you. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. I, I I do TikTok too, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, man. Hey, it, it's hard being the camera guy, camera guy, and then being the. <laughs> Been the guy actually doing it, and then uh, I actually went to Best Buy and got me one of those three prong deals going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, man, so you can you interesting. Can we we did a uh, we did one the other day, and there was some kids sitting in the stands at the uh, at the high school. They've been in PE class, and and uh, <laughs> they go, "Holy cow! Here goes that doink video getting ready to happen." So they, they got to see them first take, first try. You know what I mean? Well, we saw the one that just happened yesterday, so last night, right? Was it last night? Yeah, I did. uh, I've done a couple the last couple days, and that was last night. Uh, They were getting ready to play basketball up and down the court a little bit, and then had about 
10 kids over. They were kind of watching. They all kind of celebrated as it kind of happened. Laughed. <laughs> the old man had to get out of there, pick up basketball. Game, Is this you know? bringing you back to your, your, your days of like, okay, I'm in front of a crowd. I need to perform one of those kind of deals. <laughs> Here's the interesting thing when I do it is, um, I never do just a trick shot and then splice the film together. That's the difference. Yes. Mine are all like three, four, five, six shots in a row kind of thing, usually, especially with a basketball and then maybe a football toss at the end. So right, <laughs> there's a little pressure that goes with it. I ain't going to lie. You're a gamer. So if, you have, if you really start watching the football throw, I kind of like, I'll lick my finger or try to. <laughs> again. There's a little bit of pressure to kind of get that thing done. And then, when it's accomplished, I do feel uh, very rewarding. And I left the gym the other day. I was, I mean, I ran to Zaxby's, had a big sweet tea and celebrated and then was cramping up all night. After I got <laughs> <home>. so, <laughs> it's a little more work than people think. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see if, if anybody else can do it. You know so I mean? it's funny that you say that because there's a lot of gamers out there, there's, especially these NFL exes. Justin Vincent is one of them. Justin Vincent played at LSU, uh, running back, and went to Pittsburgh Steelers. And we met we met Justin Vincent out at a restaurant here recently, and he bet us – it was two of us. He bet us a thousand dollars that he could beat us in golf if we play like a scramble versus him. And uh, I'm like, "There's no way. There's no way you're gonna yeah. be." And he and I, he had this look in his eye. Right. And that yeah. night, and he was just looking at me, going, "You put the money up, and I'm I'm on it." <laughs> and it, and it was like an, enough of a look that I was like, "Okay, I I have to consider. I have to." second guess myself a little bit because this guy apparently is a gamer and if money is on the line he's he's doing it right. so, we saw the 03 championship man yes exactly oh, yeah. so I, i'm thinking mm-hmm. the same thing whenever you're doing these tiktok videos you, you're like no, no no i'm on i'm on camera right now i have to kick <laughs> it into another gear yeah. right yeah. Is that Com- yeah competitive juices they come out but <sighs> you try to do something no one else can probably do if they can there's only one or two people maybe <laughs> in the world can do some of those. Some are easy, but some are, some are pretty difficult. So who knows? It's something that, you know, for me, it's, it's fun. It's exercise and kind mm-hmm. of some people kind of get to see what I kind of can do on the side, kind of fooling around. So it's got uh, all my life. All I did was drills and drills and drills. And yep. if you were taking a half court shot or a hook shot, I was going to beat your brains in because you're practicing <laughs> the wrong thing. So uh, now I'm at the point I'm 52. I can do whatever I want to do and have fun with it. And kind of let everybody kind of enjoy the um, little bit of show also. Okay, so one of our interns, uh, he's not on here. He was gonna he was gonna join us, but he couldn't join us tonight. Um, he's from Tampa Bay or Tampa, I should say, um, and he he has a picture from when he was a kid that we wanted to show you, and you can see it right here. Um, he has not his that. Brad Johnson jersey on. Yeah, big time yeah. in it. That's our uh, that's our our guy Devin over here. Yeah. So yeah. He, he wanted us to ask you a few questions about um, your Tampa days. But I, you know, first of all, like Warren Sapp, um, th- did you have some experiences with Warren Sapp? Maybe in practice that we can kind of talk about Derek Brooks, possibly because uh, you know you were with Florida State. Were you, were you with Derek Brooks back then, or with, uh, yeah, you know, who are your yeah. who are your guys at Florida State back then? Yeah, everybody that played at Florida State, <laughs> Derek Brooks. I mean, he was all American high school, yeah. college, Hall of Famer. I mean, I remember the first when I was first at uh, Florida State and first days of working out, and 
they, they kind of made every position go with the defensive. So I was a quarterback, so I went with the secondary. The coaches want to see, you know, how you could um, – just how coachable you were and do their drills, and, right. and you never see them again. And uh, first day I was I was with uh, the two guys beside me was <laughs> – Deion Sanders on the left and oh. Leroy Butler on my right. I didn't know if Deion was there yet uh, or yeah, there yeah, then. There. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. And let me All just right. tell you, Deion was the best. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The second day when we first got there, it was, it was Leroy Butler, it was Deion Sanders, it was – Martin Mayhew, who's now like a you know GM, right? Played Fourteen years, won a Super Bowl, and Dedrick Dodge played for the 49ers. Terrell for, Buckley for was later, years. right? Terrell Buckley came after that. After that's right, and uh, he I played with him also. So I mean, you're just talking about loads and loads of talent, and uh, so that's why I think we when I went there in '87, we had four. That was the beginning of the 14 year run with Florida State finished in the top four, and mm-hmm. practices were much more competitive than games a lot of times, and uh, you kind of see Clemson making that same kind of run right now. Yes. Right. Uh, as the program, similar, similar kind of program, uh, similar kind of athletes and, you know, producing, putting guys in the NFL and trying to win national championships every year. So I was blessed. I'll be honest with you, to play at Florida State. Then my brother-in-law is Mark Rick, who's my QB coach wow, there. right. And then at uh, Georgia and Miami mm-hmm. as a head coach. And But in our QB room, I don't think people understand it. <laughs> you know, there, there was one time there was a guy named Peter Tom Willis who played four years and. NFL and Casey Well was the runner up to the Heisman and Charlie Ward won the Heisman. Right. National championship and Chris Winkie, he won a national championship and Heisman and Kenny Felder was the second he's a uh, late first round baseball pick. So we all thought each other stunk in the QB room. <laughs> a lot a lot of talent. You didn't realize it till after we all had our college careers and did, kind did, of what we wanted to accomplish. Did you ever try to play Charlie Ward one on one in basketball? We, they were, you know, Charlie and I actually played on the same city league basketball team wow. at Florida State. Uh, it, was, it was a place called Dade Street. I think we went 72 and 0 was our team. And, um, I bet you freaking was, did. I mean, but it, it was unbelievable. Our team was, was, the name was Hurricane Saloon. It was a little bar right downtown off Hayden Street. And um, that was Hurricane Saloon was our team. And was Charlie Ward, a guy named Barry Taylor, played at North Carolina, David Schaffer. Who was at Clemson and Florida State? Ron Miller, Byron Left, which I mean, we I think we could beat Florida State. I'll be honest with you. So, <laughs> so Charlie Ward, he came there. He's actually a punter when he first came to Florida State. He was backing up. He was like third or fourth string, and then he was a punter his very first year. Then he redshirted after that. Okay. And uh, so I remember we were. Um, I'd already finished up. I played two years of basketball at Florida State, and then I was done. And then, so Charlie was a Sunday afternoon. We went to see Florida State. We went and saw him practice. And then we're driving back. And he's like, I think I can play at that level. I said, you ought to. You ought to go, you ought to go do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up having his career at Florida State. And I think they, they reached the final eight in basketball. And he had an 11-year career in, in the NBA. And uh, so it's truly amazing <laughs> some of the guys we play with, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> now, it, you know that's just on Florida State side. So yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to Haven't think. Haven't even of mentioned the freaking NFL yet. When I, or or playing against the U, right? Like I'm. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm sure you've had some stories about playing against Miami uh, from Florida State, right? Would have been Jimmy Johnson, right? Well, yeah. or yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Schnellenberger before Johnson. I think he was where you were, right? Yeah, I had uh, for them. It was Jimmy Johnson and. Uh, I think it's Coach Erickson, Dennis Erickson. Erickson, yeah. So 80, 87, 88 was Johnson. Um, right. Well, another thing, did you ever get to play against LSU? 
We actually played against them three times. That's right. Three, three times. times. We did not – I was not really ever starting. I was backing up. Okay. Uh, we played them once in Tallahassee. I don't know if you remember. It was really a – there was a fight at the end of the yes. game. Well, yes, of, I remember. I know you do remember. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was – I think it was Coach Bobby Bowden's 200th win, and he went on to win – 377 games and then where were you where were you in the fight first of all let's talk about that (laughs) did you take your helmet off and swing it or anything like that yeah right it was after the game we'd already won so i was i was out man it was was nuts it was nuts but uh but yeah we we won all three times we played yeah and we came over to lsu played twice played one time we actually we were ranked number one in the country yes great game in the rain remember that the game killed us honestly we we had five guys had um, out for the season after that game with either, you know, ACLs or, you know, broken hand, broken foots or somewhere yep, it was. Right. So, and then we ended, that was the end up the you know, time we had the wide right, kind of the other beginning of it. So, yep. but it was, it was some great battles. Had a lot of respect for it. And it was awesome, you know, playing uh, Tiger Stadium. So what, what were your thoughts on Tiger Stadium? And then what kind of led that to uh, Max and his decision to go there? Did you talk to him about that at all? And like the, the atmosphere I'm, look literally my parents went to that game and i remember uh watching that game on tv when florida state came and it was a big deal for us at the time because lsu had been going through some problems and like we were we were feeling like we were still under curly home and obviously but we were trying to get over the hump a little bit and florida state coming in was a big deal um yeah. and we, we played a really good game i felt uh my mom came home uh i remember, i never forget it she said oh my god they have to play that fight song one more time florida <laughs> right. state because apparently the florida state band came um so yeah uh, so what were your thoughts on that maybe did you give any anything to max about that uh going in from from your perspective i just remember it was a great great competitive all three games you know and i remember coming to the stadium it was you know, I think Doe Campbell, where we were at, it was, you know, seats at that time, 65, right. 65 miles. And now they've domed it in. It looks pretty nice. And it's really, it's great, great stadium now. But I remember LSU is just a huge, humongous stadium, the SEC schools. I mean, obviously now that you got four or five schools that are over 100,000 as far as what the capacity, you know what I mean? I just remember being electric atmosphere, kind of one of those down. I knew LSU was down at that time. So, um it was a good victory for Florida State, you know what I mean? But I, I remember being a just being a massive place and great, great, uh, great fan support. What was the first game that you and Max maybe attended whenever he came? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think the first game we saw, we saw, uh, I think it was Texas A&M. Texas A&M, okay. and we saw Rice, I think, the next year. I, I brought Max to camp, a couple camps. Well, that was the, I remember um, that game. And so we, we've been to the camps, which was probably more important than actually just coming to the game. Right. Um, they've been to a bunch of games. Obviously, we you know, we live here in Athens and been to a bunch of SEC games in Georgia and all that kind of stuff. So right. that wasn't as big as deal as just really going to the camps and trying to get to know the coaches and that kind of thing. But but I remember it just being being awesome, you know, seeing the Tiger Walk and then, you know, the crowd and just all, all of it, you know. And um, so it's, it's a pretty cool experience. But – but I don't think we were caught up into the hype as much as looking for the best fit for Max. Yeah, in relationships and things like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Correct. yeah no doubt, no doubt. And the hard, hardest thing, <laughs> hardest thing about it, you know, I mean, I think for Max, he's, you know, <laughs> he's been recruited, you know, ninth grade. Yes. <laughs> those kind of things, and you go back and you look at those top ten schools that we were talking to. I think seven or eight of them, the coaches had either retired or fired or <laughs> were gone. You know what right. I mean? So it's really interesting process for how kids try to 
yeah, figure out what school they're going to go to. And you do want to build those relationships, but you know, people, they, they kind of come and go in the coaching world sometimes. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, you got to be where you want to be at the end of the day and hope it's the right fit for everyone. So has Max and Jake ever gotten in a fight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, like they're best friends, but it's also kind of like they're Tom and Jerry kind of in the house fighting with each other, you know, and uh, like the cartoon. So it's, um, yeah, <laughs> when, it was, when, they were, when they were younger, I could put them in timeout. But now I'm at the point I can't. I can't <laughs> now they're both them. more oh, athletic than can, you, huh? You, the only thing I can do is take away their phone. That's about all. I, that's all you I don't get in the middle of it, though? You don't, like, push them away? I used to. I, I can't. I don't fool with that one right now. It gets a little too, <laughs> little too hot and a little too competitive. Usually, like, playing so. basketball and things like that? Uh, I don't let them ever play one-on-one basketball. It turns into <laughs> like, the game is ugly. It just turns into a fight. And so, I mean. Which one of them is better <laughs> at basketball? It's competitive from whoever's best, whoever's tallest, to whoever can bench more and whoever can squat more to whoever can, you know. It, it comes into that whole kind of thing every day. So, they, but they're, they're you know, obviously great, great friends, best friends. And sure. look forward to them to, you know, playing with each other on the next level in Baton Rouge. And, right. And all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's uh I think the only time they ever really shut up with each other is when they actually throw to each other. They kind of, they actually just do the work and it doesn't become a, a competitive thing. It becomes more of a, how can we get better thing? Well, who, who's the better basketball player, Max or Jake? And Jake's living with you right now. So you have to say it right now. <laughs> Max is here too. So, Oh, man. okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. They, they <laughs> Are they in the room yeah. right now? Uh, they're close by, so I don't know if they can hear me through the walls or not. Hopefully, the fifth on that one. We'll see. All right, okay. so we we've had everybody yeah. on today, uh, and we've asked them who's going to start. Is it going to be Miles or Max? And there's different reasons for different things. And so, what's Max's um, thought process going into this? Um, you know, is he thinking he's going to be the starter? Is he? Is he kind of going into it just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the best I can and figure out, you know, if I'm not going to be the starter, maybe I'm going to play it the rest of the, the season as a starter. You know, is there is there anything that he's kind of thinking about right now that we can kind of like put our finger on, if that makes sense? Yeah. I mean, he didn't he didn't go to LSU to, to, to join a fitness club. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? So he ain't there for his health. But – he loves being a part of that team. He loves the coaches. He's built up a great relationship with the new coaches, with Jake Pease and, and DJ Mangus. I, I, and, uh, I, and obviously he wanted to be a part of something special. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a chance to a chance to compete for a national championship and, you know, all those teams in the SEC. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the toughest football you got. So, But he loves football. He loves working at it, watch the film, um, workouts here like no other. Yeah. And um, so that's it's a little bit different here. Uh, we're getting ready to go on vacation. There you go. <laughs> the beach. His friends won't come because they know we're going to run in the morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, do that. they ain't coming. This they, isn't they a vacation. Just, I ain't coming this either, coach. I ain't coming either, coach. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I think it's just a great fit. Max loves it there. He got to run with all the ones the whole spring. Had a great spring game, you know, spring yep. practices. He did. Had a couple touchdowns in the spring game. Had one call back. I mean, I, I I think you you know you got you got some really good quarterbacks there, obviously in Baton Rouge, and they'll make the decision on what what they feel like is best. But you know, he loves to compete, loves to get better, 
does a good job as far as being accurate and decisive with the ball and those kind of things. So whatever happens, it'll happen. But you want it to, you know, be the right thing for the school number one, and then yeah. when the players are ready, and then let let it play out on the field. And that's hopefully what they did in the spring. And you know, let them compete. Let them compete in the in the meet room. Let them compete in the condition test and right. weight room and film room and game and all those kind of things. But whatever's best for for LSU, then you know that's what you want. That's what the coaches are there for. So. Um, so we'll see what see what happens. All right, you uh, you mentioned Jake Peets in there. Uh, what are your initial thoughts of him? Yeah, we we you know you you, you um, my my younger son Jake. That was a big deal for him coming to uh, to okay. Baton Rouge. He had some other choices. Yeah, and uh-huh. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Uh, be honest with you, um, I wasn't sure if he's coming or not. And uh, but that was a big that was a big deal for I think my Jake made you know good relationship obviously with Tyler Orgeron and Derek Shea and mm-hmm. and um, they've been on campus a bunch just with, you know in the camps in the past being with you know coming to games and those kind of things but I think just he felt comfortable um, obviously being on campus and then felt like the system would be a good fit for Jake my Jake and um, mm-hmm. so he just feels he feels very comfortable with it and built up a great relationship with Coach Pete. He's very very he's highly organized. He's been around a bunch of ball and uh, you know I think he does a great relation a great deal. Um, I think he's really good at building up relationships and trust and and friendships with people. But obviously ball is ball at the end of the day and I think that's yeah. they're trying to build, you know family atmosphere and and be able to communicate whether it's talking to to the recruits. Or recruiting like the players coming back like they did this past year, a lot of those linemen that are coming back, right. is, yep. that was a good deal too. So not just the incoming guys, but the guys that they had come back, uh, especially in line play. That'll that was a big deal. So excited for excited for him and excited for you know for the team next year. Right. How well do you think Jake Peets fits with uh, with Max? Yeah, I think Coach Peets he's been around a lot of a lot of sure he's been around some great coaches, been around you know different teams. And uh, Max feels very, very comfortable with him. I think all the quarterbacks do. I think that's what Coach Pete's greatness is. He he does build up the relationship and the trust and, and you know, whatever plays work best for those guys and seeing their skill sets. They all have different skill sets. And, uh, and you know, whatever – and not just the quarterbacks, but him find out the best what's, you know, for the receivers and, you know, and then be able to attack different defenses and different teams. And so it'll be, it'll be fun to watch them uh, – fun to watch them all grow. Yeah, so one of the things that you've been saying more and more more than anything is relationships. And that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm a big Max Johnson guy. I felt like at the uh, middle of that season last year, he kind of jumped in and he was the guy that kind of rallied everybody together. That Florida game was just in, in, you know indicative of that where it was about relationships and he gathered everybody together. I think that him and Kayshawn Butte, yeah. Jerry Jenkins, they have they have this connection that um, I, I wasn't seeing beforehand, and not to say that anybody else can't do that, but that's why I've I've been a big time Max Johnson guy, and I, I, I I'm hoping that, to see more of that this year, and I um, you know, I can tell from you already that relationships is the big thing. I'm in sales relationships is a big deal <laughs> so if you don't have guys on your side then it, it it doesn't really matter how good you are um you you need to have guys on your side so um we're we're i'm a max guy so uh mad max is the we we even put t-shirts out there i don't know if else will take them down but mad max beyond thunderdome uh we're, we're even thinking about that um so brad anything else um you got 
you got coming up or any other TikTok videos we need to be looking out for? <laughs> uh, keep your head on swivel with all those TikTok videos. I think, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think my wife and I got a dance one coming up pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Oh! No. Yeah, yeah. It's, my knees don't move. I, I don't move <laughs> like I did stock hop days. You know what I mean? So, any, um, uh, you play any golf? Yeah, I do play golf. You yeah. got any golf yeah. trick shots coming up? Uh, you, got, you haven't checked all the you haven't checked all the videos. Actually. Yeah, apparently there. Yeah, there's some. There are I actually don't have TikTok, so yeah. So there's there's a couple interesting ones with Michael Jackson. So on, on some putts. Okay. But uh, I actually got to play golf with a guy named Chris Mullen. Um, yeah, about a just a, one of my hey heroes. MBD, uh, just guy, Chris Mullen. Yeah, no big Chris deal. Mullen. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's a hero of mine. So I've made all kinds of TikTok kind of stuff. It's it's um, none of them will disappoint. Have fun doing it. They're all made for fun. I guess I gotta yeah. get TikTok now. Actually, well, we have a TikTok. <laughs> just for one team one podcast has a TikTok. If right, you ever no, I gotta it. download the app. Brad, whenever you're in town again, we'll play golf with you for sure, and oh, yeah. uh, we'll put yeah. you up for sure. Um, any Jake boys, uh, any uh, Johnson boys want to join us? They can do that as well. Definitely. We would love that. Uh, they're not golfers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them. We'll get them there. Yeah, it's a. It, they have to. They have to. It's a uh, an addiction that they have to learn eventually, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they might be late bloomers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we appreciate it, uh, Brad. We appreciate your time. We'll we'll get you back on uh, again for for sure. Okay. All good, man. Appreciate it, guys. Thank All you, right, bud. Thank you a bunch. Bye. Brad Johnson, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback brad johnson yeah um we appreciate him coming on um all right you want to cut to some commercials i gotta take a piss less wow <laughs> yikes wow that, that was hot uh, take all a right. piss that's quarterbacks bad. right now uh, commercials right now let's <laughs> quarterbacks. go quarterbacks ether insurance is dedicated to helping the businesses and people yikes. secure affordable insurance tailored to their needs with our curated network of insurance carriers, I'll go through some um, home, auto, life, and business sponsors too. Insurance, Yikes! Powering and protecting your world. 2020 Whoa. is a toll on all of us. If this you're guy. going through a divorce or custody issue, let Dejan huh? Law Office be by your side you in 2021. All right, all right man. Dejan Law Office is fighting for what you deserve. Three, four, four, Andy. Part of that basketball team. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been over here with Brandon Lazan here, courtesy of Buick. GMC. Call Brandon Lejean, 337-224-1867. About that. Come see us today, courtesy <laughs> Buick GMC. There's some real live reads here soon. Hey, quick shout-out to Bank of England Mortgage. Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage. You can see all this information on on the screen right here. Uh, reach out to these guys about refis, regular mortgages. They're a huge sponsor of One Team, One Podcast. We appreciate those guys. Also, Bogies, Clayton, my guy at Bogies over here. Uh, big shout-out to those guys. Um, go see Bogies. They are a staple of mine. Uh, when I think of Tigerland, I think of bogeys. Uh, reach out to bogeys. Go out there. Have some fun. Um, spend some money on some drinks. That's what I want at bogeys. Um, also, River City's Total Maintenance. We've talked to Lucas earlier tonight. Um, reach out to them. They, so, New Orleans area um, and North Shore. So, all around the lake. Um, they can help you with AC, electrical, anything that you need you need you need done they can get you to the right place 
Um, relief pools and spas. Uh, so relief. Uh, ben Landry at relief pools is your guy. Uh, so I have uh, I had a pool and a spa in my last house, uh, and I wish I had relief on our last job. Um, call Ben Landry at Relief Pools. They would help you out, especially for the summertime season. Um, we have Courtesy Buick GMC, Courtesy Automotive Group, Brandon Lejan. Give him a call. Any kind of deal that you need to get done with a um, with a uh, deal right now for a uh gmc or a buick they also have used car deals follow brandon on facebook he's got deals all the time uh we also have bear process safety adam barry at bear process safety um anybody that's in the plant or industrial area they need to give bear process safety a call Um, let me say our weekly uh adam we need to play golf adam barry we need to play golf adam memorado at ether insurance Give Adam a call. They can give you a quote online at etherins.com. All right, so we just had um, Brad Johnson on. We had also had um, uh, Charles Hanegriff on. Uh, We need to kind of talk about some of the things that we had discussed with those guys. Um, Our more unfiltered opinions. Yes. Yeah, like, like let's talk about those and like All right, so what let's were you rip holding, them up. What were you holding in? Um, I was holding in talking to Brad Johnson about okay, Miles and Max who starts right. who transfers. Sure. Um, I didn't want to ask him about that obviously, and I wanted to be, yeah. kind of be a little bit more subtle. Actually, and uh, I should have said something. Wesley, Wesley <laughs> in the chat said. Uh, that we asked a tough ass question, but he had a hell of a response. Oh, um, uh, what talk, was the question? Talk, talking about how when apparently we asked who he thinks should start. Okay. Um, I don't remember asking that. Who we who, did we who, ask that? Who we think should start? I don't think we did. No, I don't think we asked that. No, we didn't ask that explicitly, at least. No, uh, but we we dove into that topic. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I, I think I, – I do I do think he gave it a really good answer, um, basically saying that, you know, Max isn't, isn't coming to – I love that what he said about Max isn't coming for his health. Right, um, right. He's not coming there just to sit on the bench. Right, exactly. This is um, a right. plan of fitness, right. So, yeah, I think I think that, I think the question is exactly what Charles Handler Griffith said, and that's kind of what we were talking about too. Exactly which what was, we said last week. You know, I think Miles has to start the first game at least, or at least be in the mix to where he doesn't transfer out immediately, and you're down. You're down with two quarterbacks. I think that's the that's the issue here with um, the quarterback roster. Um, but at the same time, um, I think I think I think Max is the guy. I think Max is the guy, I, and even now. So yeah, I think we all actually agree that Max is probably the better quarterback. Yeah. Um, which I think is actually very interesting. Um, but we all we all also think that Miles Brennan is going to start. How, well, it, it's, how weird is but that? But it's because he's because he's going to transfer. It's right. it's more of a it's, roster. It's about deal. the roster management, right? 
And how interesting is that, that we all think that Coach O is just going to lean towards mo- roster management now after all the an sudden, entire year of bashing bad him roster, on management. roster management. Right, exactly. And now we just think that all of his decisions are going to be roster management based. Uh, I don't know. I think it says a lot yeah. about what we think about Coach O and how we think that Coach O is just such a uh-huh. – like whatever mistakes he makes, he's going to like complete 180 from that. Right. So I think this year, I think it's going to be a complete 180 from 2020 in terms of the decisions he makes. Maybe not. I do. I honestly think that Coach O has realized his mistakes from right. 2020. I really do. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that he is not a dumb person. Just based and he on the understands harsh. that he's put himself in a terrible position uh, to where this year he's got to regroup. Um, all right, so moving on with, with that – Hannah Griff was very complimentary of Palmineri. Yeah. Obviously, he wants. Um, I mean, he said it. He said he's not. That's his guy. He's, he's not unbiased. That's his guy. I mean, and I get I don't it. know Palmineri personally. But we didn't I mean, ask. We didn't no, ask Hannah Griff about Moscona. I should have oh, asked. Oh, we should have. God damn it. I missed it. Missed <laughs> my opportunity. Well, uh, he, he said he wants to come on and talk with Durante in a couple weeks. So we'll, we'll do we'll that. We'll get some drinks in then him and we'll then ask that. what he thinks there about Moscona. Um, so we didn't talk to him about that. Um, but yeah, he's obviously very biased about Maneri. Uh, but I think that he understands what's going on with Maneri, uh, and that we, we probably see a new coach next year. Yeah. Um, and from all accounts, he didn't say anything really about Cliff Godwin, but I think, uh, Kevin O'Sullivan is our our guy that we need to watch out for. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you, I, heard, I saw you saying on Twitter that you think that's a home run hire. Could you? Uh, yes. Yeah, just, just, just say, say everything. You so, think all right. He's he's been to seven out of the last eleven College World Series. Um, that's really good. Yes. He is uh, an excellent. How many recruiter. have we been to? Do you know? Uh, I don't know the of stats the last eleven. That. Of the last eleven, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, he's an excellent like five, recruiter. Maybe. Uh, he's had a couple of down years, um, not last year, but the year before, 2019. I think they were like 34, 26, something like that. Right. It, so was, last it, wasn't, year, it wasn't a great year. Last year before the season got canceled, weren't they number one in the country? Yes, they were like 26 right. and one or something like that. People are quick to forget that. And then this year exactly. they're having a down year, and they're still top ten. It's Yeah, down year. And they down have, year, they and they still losses. might host a super regional. They have 14 losses on this season. Right. So yeah. yeah, down year, but they have 14 losses. Um, as a, at this just, point, the one thing I think about with Florida baseball is always just like super elite pitching. Yes, um, and guys that are on campus that shouldn't be on campus. They've they've had a few years. You where mean they've stealing had, guys from the draft is what you're saying? Yes, they've okay. had guys that come on that are like first round picks. I, I remember one that I think that was late first round pick, and he came on campus. Which is crazy to me. So um, they've had that before. Um, they they've had hitting before. I think they're the thing that they're missing at Florida as a program is attendance. Um, they don't have they don't have the juice that LSU does as far as like everybody's wanting them to succeed. Nobody really cares about baseball at Florida. It's a football basketball school. Sure. Um, so I think that's his problem. I think the I think I think it's kind of like a Kim Mulkey deal where he's 
not feeling the She wants to go love. somewhere where he's going to get some more recognition. Yes, it's going to be like, yeah, build a statue for you instead of <laughs> um, just your good coach. Somewhere where it's like, you know, like, uh, you know, LSU baseball is like, you know, I mean, that's. It's the ultimate. It, yeah, exactly. You, you don't it's make the a regional. But the, the difference is you don't make a regional here. It's you're, you're on the hot seat, brother. Right. It's like the it's like the Duke basketball of college baseball. Yes. Um, and yes. Even even, even though it's been we've been down for a couple of years, uh, just mainly just because of that success from Skip Bergman. Right. Right. Um. Uh, so Kevin O'Sullivan, I think, would be a great hire. Um, I think he would do well with our resources not that he hasn't at florida already but i think that's uh, serious a big question deal. in the chat here <laughs> what is happening with the swimming team i mean seriously he knows blake knows he's, he's messing with me talking about the, uh, uh, the facilities is that the swimming team is terrible uh, by the way it's the worst team that we have on the campus is our swimming team so andy dejan and that's the reason why intern jude says guys going to florida guys go to florida to go pro dylan cruz should be on a farm league but chose to go here because it was his dream. So, hey. yes, but Florida also gets guys like Dylan Cruz almost every year. Right. We got Dylan uh, Cruz because Vanderbilt of does as well. Um, and the, one of the reasons why Vanderbilt is so good at baseball is because of their scholarships. scholarships. Right. They can give these scholarship limits. Florida can't do that, but they still get guys like Dylan Cruz quite a bit. Is Kim Mulkey really coming? Yeah, Kim Mulkey is coming. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, that's 100%. I don't know. Has um, she signed the dotted line yet? Sources? She where, is the, where are the sources on that? She signed the dotted line. Well, LSU's Blake says he's got a, a Baylor source who is really sure she's That's not. probably the blonde bombers at Baylor uh, <laughs> that has probably said that. By the but, way, you, I, I never talked to you about that. You did a great job on that. Good. That, thank uh, you. Appreciate I, so, that. Okay. He uses Restream, too, by the way. Oh yeah, he yeah, is, and uh, he's he's got like the this full guy, restream. Oh, this guy. I was all watching that. that and I was like, Man. "Hey, look!" I went on that show and it was like three screens going on oh, at yeah. the same time with different camera angles, and I was like, "Oh, this Holy is a legit crap. show!" Right? Yeah, I'm in my bedroom right now. <laughs> uh, that is a legit show. Um, yeah, it was a good good deal. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, let's talk about football. Could be another announcement coming here soon. Oh yeah. Uh we have a uh uncommitted safety transfer that could be coming. Yeah, guys, um, so I uh this isn't He's from Baton Rouge. He's from Baton Rouge. Um I'm not going to post this anywhere. We're not going to post this anywhere. But uh, it's just the, for you guys listening. The six of you that are watching right now and there'll and be for others. The, you know, no, yeah. I mean, we have uh, we have a good bit that listen just Afterwards. on the podcast, don't watch live. Right, right. Um uh, so this is just for y'all. Uh, I played basketball. I played pickup the other day, and uh, I I was playing with this one guy who's real big, and he, he pointed at me, and he said, I got you this whole game. And I was like, man, you look really familiar. What is your name? And he goes, I'm Jaqueline Roy. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, no shit. That's why I should know your name. You're a five-star defensive tackle who should be starting for LSU right now. Right. Um, and so he was with a friend, and, uh, and Jaqueline Roy, he's a really nice dude. Um, he's ta- he talked a lot of shit. Um, but, and then he was with a friend, uh, who introduced himself to me and, uh, he was like, yeah, I went to Madison prep. Uh, and then I saw that he had Georgia shorts on and I was like, oh. well, that's, that just, there's no way that this super jacked 
Madison Prep alumnus, Georgia short wearing dude is not Major Burns. So I said, Are you Major Burns? And he said, Yes. And I said, Are you coming to LSU? And he said, Yes. Uh, so there you go. Major but, Burns is probably coming to LSU. So you texted LSU. him later. I texted him later. He said, I'm not 100% sure on it, um, but I'm but pretty sure. But he's in sure. Baton Rouge. He's playing at the wreck, right? Not the wreck. It was just a random basketball court. It was over on. Uh, it was off the Blue Bonnet Extension. It was just. It was a really random. Really, court. I had never played there before. You needed like a gate code to get in and stuff. Blue Bonnet. It was like extension. I, literally, you could drive by it. I wouldn't know it was there. Wow. Uh huh. Um. All right. So he's out there playing with Jaquel and Roy, mm-hmm. playing basketball. Um. He says yes, he's coming. Then they're he's not like, good. I don't ba- know. I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna also leak this. They're, neither of them are very good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> what was the score? <laughs> they they lost. Uh, they, they played in two games. So it, was it was two like, on two. There were there were a lot. No, it was um. It was five, we were playing fives, and uh, there were a lot of people there. So like, I was there for an hour and a half, and I played one game the entire time. Wow. Uh, it was like you you just had to wait that Where long. Where the fuck was this? Yeah, I, I don't know where all these people. They were just coming my from neighborhood? The, out the neighborhood. Yeah, my old neighborhood, real, real close to where you used to live. Uh, maybe a block or two down from you, actually. Wow. Um, and yeah, people were just coming out the woodworks to play, and it was just like it was there. You know, there's only ten people on the court at a time. There was this one team that just kept winning games, uh-huh. so like no one could really get on. Um, and yeah, it just took a long. How time bad to, was Jaquel and Roy? I, well, so Jaquel and Roy wasn't really trying that hard. I'll be honest. Uh huh. But he didn't look very good. Like when he shot, it was like a line drive at the. Okay, we'll get round. him on the podcast. Yeah, no, I told him. I told him we'll have to get him on. Okay. I got both their numbers. The, they'll they'll be coming on sometime this summer. I'm sure. So you think Ma- Major Burns is a guy that's coming on? Yeah, I think, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think th- it's. I, I mean, like, okay. He told me he's probably coming to LSU. He told me uh, uh, Jaquel and Roy told me he's probably coming to LSU. I mean, mm-hmm. Jaquel and Roy told me that because you know I'm sure Jaquel. He's and Roy boys. Just, he's one. Yeah, the yeah. Company. They're just they're dudes, and you right. know he's hanging out with Jaquel and Roy. So I mean, like, I don't know. It seems like he's definitely coming, huh? Right. Uh, I, I and, would agree with that. And the first thing that comes to my mind with all that is like the job that Durante Jones is already doing in the recruiting right. trail. Uh, you know, you got him. Who else is who else is, we we got another transfer uh Mike Jones Mike Jones uh, for sure who I think might end up playing safety actually Really I think he could play I think he just might fit into that um I mean maybe he just maybe he's more Jabril Cox than he yeah, is Yeah I think he'll be an outside linebacker kind um, of role But man um, when I look at Jabril uh when I look at Mike Jones I kind of think safety I don't know that's just me I see him outside linebacker and I see Buck Strong as your middle yeah, um, I think Damone Clark's also a starter. Let's talk about the linebacker yeah, position. I my think it's God. very interesting. We talked about this a couple weeks ago with the spring game, and like we weren't even seeing some of the guys that were going to be playing. Right, because Buck Strong and Mike Jones weren't even weren't there. even there. Right. And you have also guys that are going to come then, in, like Sage Ryan, that are going to come right, in. Sage Ryan. They're going to push for Sage time. Ryan, and then you know who was there though is Derek Davis, and right. Derek Davis looks like a linebacker. Right. Cause he's he, I mean, he looks like he's like six four two forty. Right. He's huge. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, and they had him playing DB, and I didn't quite understand that. He got yeah. beat deep once, and right when he got beat like deep by either. John Trey, I was like, Nah. Yeah, I think I we like should that. move him to 
to closer to the line of scrimmage. Speaking of John Trey, we need to talk about our I think guys. John Trey could be the number two receiver. Well, I think team. he is. Uh, uh-huh. I think our guys at um, uh, Cry Me a River podcast had him on recently. I saw that. Theirs. I saw that. Uh, I, I listened to, to a little to bit. Today. I listened to a little bit of it today. Um, so shout out to One Team uh, Productions, One Team Media. Um, those guys. So we we have a few of them. We have Cry Me a River podcast. We have. Uh, Stadium Drive podcast, and we have uh, Heated Agreement, and we have uh, The Function. Yeah, The Function. So, the, guys, function. the Function. The Function, that's our only, non, only non-sports. non-sports. They're more... Uh, they like sports. I was asking but... him, I asked him what he thought their podcast was, and I asked if it was pop culture. Because that's when I listen to it, I think it's like kind of pop yes. culture They kind of talk about rap. They talk about... Uh, that kind of stuff. And he was like, I don't know if I want to label us as pop culture. Right. And I was like, yeah, but that's kind of like what you are. So, like. Well, they also, um, they they like to, uh, he mentioned something about stogies and bogies. He didn't realize that we were stogies and bogies. Right. So, I think he wants to be a little bit of a, um, uh, we'll hide the Mads <laughs> <and> Soy Boy <laughs> caption. <laughs> I think they want to be a little bit of uh they they want to do some golf and cigars with us. Yeah, I saw he posted that. I had no idea that and Elliot played golf. Speaking of, I need to get in touch with Justin Vincent because right. we need to do our Justin Vincent podcast right. yeah, here so, with so our what cigars. So what do you think about me and Tulane Billy joining in and like sure. and just you know unless just he get, the floor with all y'all unless he gets some kind of like oh wait, wait you talking about the golf yeah. Oh, well, I don't know about that. What were but you thinking I was talking about? I was talking about the Cigar Podcast. He uh, wants to do a Cigar Podcast. Right, right, right. He wanted to call it Guards and Ball, and I right. think that name is terrible. And I, wanna, <laughs> I mean, man, it's his podcast. It's, can, also, it's, it's awful. His, it's up to him. Um, <laughs> I, I want to rename it into something else. I do, I do support the idea of like shaming people into doing something different, yeah. though. If but I want to have – truly bad. I want to have a roundtable with – I don't think Guards and Ball is that bad. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Uh, Gars? Nobody knows what Gars is. Um, Gars. I get. I, mean, like, I, I understand. What it all depends on who he gets to do the logo. Because like, if if you get a good logo guy, like they can make it make sense. So I want to get a round table of some cigar guys. You know, we're all smoking cigars, but and it's like LSU greats and things like that, and they're talking ball. I get that part, but like, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, the name is terrible. <laughs> uh, we got to talk about that. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, we appreciate all of our sponsors. So let's lame them real fast. Uh, you're, you're on it? Go. You're on it? Go. Our Bank of England Mortgage. we got Patrick Meisler. we got Bogies, Clayton Mer- Clayton. Uh, we got R- River City R- Total Maintenance. This is uh, Lucas uh, ben, uh, ben Landry over at Relief Pools. You need to really call Ben right now. Uh, summertime is where it's at. Uh, Brandon Lejean over at uh, Courtesy Automotive Group. And then Adam Barry over at Bear Process Safety. Adam, I love you, Adam. Um, and then Ether Insurance. Adam Memorado over at Ether Insurance. Put your quote in right now at etherins.com. Also, one thing that we need to talk about. What's that? I got off a call before we came on this uh, podcast. I had to give Clayton a call. Oh, boy. Um, it's a big one. Huh? Big one, guys. It's a big fish. It's a big one. Had to call Clayton over at Bogies. Uh, I so texted what, him. One might say that we're gonna do the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! All right, so um, uh, Fred's. Um, we all know who Fred's is. 
in town. Mm-hmm. Tigerland. Big, big Moose. The Big Moose. Um, Fred's. I talked to Jason over there. Looks like Fred's is going to be a sponsor of One Team, One Podcast. That's so big. It's a big one. Um, I had to talk to Clayton. Had to make sure that we're good with bogeys because I'm still going to be affiliated with bogeys, and bogeys was here first before Fred's. Yeah. Uh, Clayton even said, of course, bo- of course Fred's wants to come in afterwards. They saw what was going on. <laughs> so I'm very yeah, loyal no, to give, our guys. You got to give Clayton credit for being on the on there first. Well, I give credit to Brandon Lejean. He was our first exactly. sponsor. Courtesy exactly. Buick GMC is going to be on there forever. Um, so same thing with Clayton at bogeys. Um, but Fred's, we're going to be affiliated with Fred's here soon. Uh, we'll maybe doing some shows over there. We're going to be doing some shows at bogeys, obviously, but, um, more affiliated with college and Tigerland, And we are proud to, to be associated with Fred's. It'd be a great partnership Definitely. with one scene, one podcast. Man, Fred's we appreciate is a fun those place, guys. Man. It is. Uh, they had a big blowout for, uh, graduation, graduation here yeah. soon, uh, last week. Um, yeah. and, we're going to be doing some merch here soon, so yep. uh, we were talking to him about that. Um, they got a big merch page already. They do, and they do a big it. deal with uh, Southern Marsh. We were already talking to Southern Marsh about some stuff, right. so uh, hopefully we get to do some stuff with Fred's here soon. But appreciate everybody reaching out to us today uh, and joining our show and watching, and we appreciate everybody. <laughs> Matt is a soy boy, <laughs> and... One team, one podcast. Logan out. You have that presence. We showed you what the goat was last year when we beat y'all fifty to seven. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team, one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Why is he so fat? One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast.